Well, today I have the great privilege of leading our message today, our conversation, and I wanna talk about the best gift ever. The best gift ever. One of the things that I love about Christmas is the family time, the fun, obviously the food. Uh, Yesterday was not a day for dieting. Actually, the only diet I had was the seafood diet. It was just eating whatever was around. But honestly, I think the best part about Christmas for many of us are the presents. Now, kids, and even the adult kids, if you had a great Christmas, I want you to say yes real loud and proud. Did you have a great Christmas? Yes. Yes. I'm glad you did. And if you had a great Christmas, I'm so glad you enjoyed time with family and you got some gifts you really enjoyed. But even if you didn't get great gifts this Christmas, I want you to know that you still qualify for the best gift ever. Why? Because the best gift ever isn't something that you hold in your hands, it's something that you hold in your heart. It's not a thing, it's a person. Now kids, help me out. Who is the best gift ever? Jesus. Jesus. Say it again, who is the best gift ever? Jesus. Jesus is the best gift ever. In fact, that's the big idea for today. If there's one thing I want you to leave with today, it's this, is that Jesus is the absolute best gift ever. But in order for us to receive the best gift ever, we have to be willing to accept the best gift ever. And today, we're gonna give you the chance to say yes to the best gift ever, which is Jesus Christ. But we're gonna look at the story of Jesus through the eyes of of three men. Now, kids, you can help me out. You know this. There were three men who went and searched for Jesus, and we know them as what? The three what? The three wise men. The three wise men. And why do we call them wise? Well, wise is another word for smart. They were smart because they went and searched for Jesus. I wanna tell you that if you go and search for Jesus, you're smart because Jesus makes us not only better at life, but he makes life better. Someone said that one time. He makes us not only better at life, but he makes life better. And when we're willing to receive Jesus, who is the best gift ever, he makes us better at life. And he makes our life so much better. And so today I wanna invite you to join me in Matthew chapter two, verses one and two. If you have your Bible, open up your Bible, your Bible app, your Westover app. If you wanna take notes, you're more than welcome to take notes. We can refer back to these at a later moment. And I also wanna tell you parents, in the notes in the app today, we've done something a little different. We've actually put together a table talk guide for you as a family to talk about this message together because we have our kids and our students in the room. Where are my kids and students at? Let me hear you say hello. They're here in the room. We want you to take this message and we want you to have a conversation this Uh, next week about what Jesus is and who he is and how he's the best gift ever. But let's look at the word of God together, verses one and two of Matthew chapter two. It says this, Jesus was born in Bethlehem during the reign of King Herod. I wanna pause here and say there's two cities mentioned in these verses. There's Bethlehem and one other. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem, that's the second city, asking, where is the newborn king? We saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him. Now what's interesting is that these wise men, they didn't go to Bethlehem where Jesus was, they went to Jerusalem. Why did they go to Jerusalem? The reason they went to Jerusalem is that's where King Herod lived. Jesus was in a small town 
But the wise men went to Jerusalem, thinking that he was in the king's palace. But you know, Jesus is not in a king's palace. He intends to be in our heart. So today, as you look for him, look for him and invite him into your heart. In fact, we're gonna give you that opportunity to give your heart to Jesus at the end of our time. We want you to walk away today knowing that Jesus is the best gift ever. So what they do is they go to Jerusalem and they say, where's this newborn king? We saw his stars that rose in the east. We've come to find him. We've come to worship him. This is what they say. They say, we're coming to look for Jesus. And so today I wanna share with you three steps to be smart like the wise men. We want you to be wise like the wise men. Number one, look for Jesus. I want you to say the word look. Say look. Look for Jesus. Look for Jesus. For you see, in life, we find what we're looking for. Now, kids, if you go to the store with mom or dad and you're looking for candy, are you gonna find it? Yes. Students, if you go into the pantry and you're looking for a snack, you're gonna find a snack. Now, if you ate the snack and you left the empty box in the pantry and you didn't tell your mom to buy more snacks, you're not gonna find a snack. But if you go in and you know that there's snacks there, are you gonna find snacks in the pantry? Yes. Adults, if you go to your favorite restaurant and they have dessert and you really want dessert, are you gonna find dessert? Yes. Because in life, we find what we're looking for. I wanna encourage you to look for Jesus today. Look for Jesus. In order for us to find what we're really looking for in life, we have to be committed. And committed means we have to be dedicated, we have to be focused. We have to make sure that we're looking for what we're looking for. We need to be focused and dialed in. I wanna encourage you as, the, as you look for Jesus, look for Jesus like you look for a lost cell phone or missing keys or maybe kids your lost homework as you're running out of the door of the house. Look for Jesus like you've lost Jesus. And I promise you, if you look for him like that, you'll surely find him. I found in life that we find what we are looking for. In fact, many of us are committed to certain things and we're willing to go to great lengths to find what we're looking for. For all my folks in here who love barbecue, I know some of you are willing to travel hundreds of miles to eat your favorite barbecue. And all the men said amen in here. I know, I've done it before. Some of you, you're willing to travel hundreds of miles to visit your favorite theme park, or maybe you're just willing to go to the Blue Bell Ice Cream Factory. I know you can buy it at HEB, but there's something different about going to the Blue Bell Factory and having all of these different flavors you can try. How many of you would love to go to the Blue Bell Factory? Maybe someday we need to go and check that out. Often, we need to look for Jesus. I promise that if we look for him, We'll surely find him. Now, I know you adults, you're motivated. I know you're willing to go to work even, even when it's hard, even when it's difficult, but parents, I know that sometimes our students aren't very motivated. In fact, oftentimes we're trying to get our kids to do specific things like clean their room. How many of you know that? It's, they're very motivated to play Xbox. They're very motivated to uh, FaceTime their friends. They're very motivated to go hang out, but when it comes to cleaning the room, it's like pulling teeth. But I promise you that your students are motivated. They're just not motivated the way you are motivated, and they're not motivated about the things that you are motivated. 
In fact, to prove it, I have a student I'm gonna invite to come on out. Come on out. This is my friend, Gabe. Give him a hand. Now, Gabe. Yes. How are you today? I'm good. Awesome. Uh, did you have a good Christmas? I sure did. How about you? I had a great Christmas. Here's my question. Did you get a good gift? Yes, sir. Who got you that gift? My parents. Your parents. Did you get a bad gift? No, don't answer that. <laughs> now, here's what I'm going to offer to you, my friend. All right? I'm going to offer to you a chance to win some money. Okay? Okay. Here's my question for you. Is your room clean or dirty? Don't answer that. <laughs> I also have another question. Who in your family is really motivated about you cleaning your room? Is it your mom or your dad? My mom. Your mom, okay. Now, does your mom have a specific standard of what clean looks like? Yes. Okay, is it, is it messy or is it very, very clean? Very clean. Very clean, okay. I want you to pay attention to this. All right. Here's my question for you, Gabe. I have this $5 bill in front of me, all right? Here's my question. How long would you keep your room clean, not your clean, but mom's version of clean, for $5? Think about that for a moment. For $5, how long would you keep your room clean? 10 days. 10 days? Yes. Ooh. Mom and dad, I hope you're recording this, because, <laughs> all right. Now, you, I'm just gonna give you a, a hint here. You started kinda high on the numbers, okay? Okay, so with that in mind, I'm trying to help you out, okay? okay. How long would you keep your room clean for $10? He, he set himself up for this. <laughs> They're trying to help you out here. <laughs> um, 17 days. 17 days. Yes. Okay, okay. 17 days. He's doing the math in his head. How about $20? This is getting good. <laughs> They're saying 17 and a half. That's a good deal. I'll take it. Oh, uh, 17 and a half days. Okay. 17. I don't know how you count half a day, but... If you figure it out, let me know. But let me make it even sweeter. What about $50? Okay. How long would you keep your room clean for $50? Not your clean, but mom's version of clean. Spotless clean. Nothing on the floor, nothing on the desk. Your bed made the whole thing. One month. One month. Okay. Okay. Now, here's what I'm gonna offer to you. You can either take the $20 for 17 and a half days, or you can take the 50 for a whole month. Which one do you want? <laughs> I would do the whole month. You're gonna do the whole month? For sure. Okay, now mom and dad, you've just heard this. I promise. Oh, in front of a thousand of your very best friends, that your son has made this commitment. All right, so I'm gonna need you to shake on it. All right, sir, here's your $50. Thank you. All right, thank you so much. Before you go, here's what I want you to do. Turn and look to the audience. Here's the deal, okay? You've just made this commitment. 
It's being live streamed right now. Your parents are recording it. You gotta keep this commitment, man. And if not, here's what's gonna happen. They're gonna play back this video and remind you about how you made this $50 commitment. But hey, I believe in you. I think you can do it. Enjoy your $50. And mom and dad, enjoy a clean room. Give them a hand. Thank you. Thanks so much. In life, in life, we often need big reasons to, big, to give big effort. And the wise men, they had a big reason. The big reason was Jesus. They knew they had to find Jesus. They had heard the legend of the star, and they knew that if they saw a star rise, that it would be a message of the Messiah coming. And so they decided to travel months and months Imagine for a moment traveling on a stinky camel for months and months and possibly weeks on weeks without a bath. Imagine that. But you know what? They were committed. They were willing to look for Jesus. For you see in life, months and miles don't matter when the mission is most important. Months and miles don't matter when the mission is important. And in life, Jesus is the mission. Jesus is the reason for the season. It's the reason why we celebrate Christmas each and every year. It's not about the presents. It's not about the time off. It's about Jesus. And if we can take hold of that idea and know that Jesus is the best gift ever, it changes our perspective on what Christmas is all about. They were willing to go do big effort to seek Jesus, and they were willing to find him. He was worth it then, and he's still worth it today. I wanna encourage you to look for Jesus. If you do, you'll surely find him. The second step to be smart like the wise men is to give Jesus your best. Give Jesus your best, say best. Give Jesus your very best. Don't give him the last or the least, give him your best. Don't give him leftovers, give him the very best. Best. This is what the wise men do. They give Jesus their very best. Look at verses nine through 11. It says this. After this, the wise men went their way. They left King Herod and they went to go look for Jesus in Bethlehem. The star that they had seen guided them to the place where the child was and they were filled with joy. Just like some of you kids and students were filled with joy when Christmas came yesterday and you, you ran to where the tree was and you looked at the presents. I hope none of you opened up the presents and then found a way to tape it back up. I hope you enjoyed the surprise of opening your presents. But wasn't there joy yesterday in opening the presents? There's excitement. Anticipation, you're wondering what you're gonna get. These wise men, they had heard that Jesus was coming and they knew that they were about to receive the best gift which was the newborn king and look what they did when they entered the house where he was they opened their treasure chest and they gave him gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh now gold frankincense and myrrh were very expensive and very valuable back then gold frankincense and myrrh were used like money and they were precious gold was used like money and people would often trade frankincense and myrrh it was like these wise men, they found Jesus, and guess what they did? They gave him $10,000 and a brand new car and a fantastic vacation. That's what they gave Jesus because they knew that Jesus was worth it. He was the best gift ever. They knew that they were receiving the best gift ever, so they were willing to give Jesus the best that they had. Today, 
I wanna invite us to be like the wise men. Let's give Jesus our very best. If he, God, gave us our very best, which is Jesus, we should give God our very best. We should give big effort. We should make efforts to get close to Jesus. That's why I'm encouraging parents, even the small groups, use the discussion questions that I've provided in the app. We want you to have a conversation Take the time, have the conversation about how Jesus is the best gift ever. In fact, I learned this Christmas holiday that the best gifts we can give are the gifts we most want to keep. The best gifts we can give are the gifts we most want to keep. My daughter, Alexis, she's 10 years old, and she is fantastic about picking out gifts. She just has an eye for things. In fact, she picked out some gifts for one of her friends, and she picked out exactly what her friend would like because she said, I'm gonna get these gifts for her because I know that I would want these gifts myself. The problem is, is that while my daughter is really great at picking gifts, she's not really great at keeping secrets. We didn't know this at the time, but we found out later. When we went over to our friend's house and my daughter gave her friend her gift, her friend says, I already know what's in the bag. And Alexis kind of looked down and blushed and we're like, well, what happened? And her friend said, oh, Alexis already told me what I was gonna get. Apparently, Alexis had sent her friend a text message. She was so excited about her friend getting a really great gift that she told her friend in advance. But while I was thinking about this, I realized that's exactly how God was. When God sent his son, Jesus, he was so excited about us receiving Jesus that he sent thousands of angels to announce to the shepherds, hey, the Emmanuel, the God with us, is now with you. He's good news, and he'll bring great joy to you. And then he even put up a star for these men to follow, to come find Jesus. You know, Jesus, he's the greatest gift we could ever receive, and God is so excited about us knowing that, that he's willing to announce it. And I'm here to announce it to you again. Jesus is still the best gift ever. And if we're willing to receive him, he'll make our life so much better. These wise men were wise because not only did they look for Jesus, they were willing to give God their very best. I wanna encourage you today, give God your very best. Give him time today. Pray, take a moment today and just Pray and tell him thank you for the blessings he's given you. Tell him three things that you're thankful for. Say, Jesus, I'm thankful, for, I, I'm thankful for my health, I'm thankful for my family, and most importantly, I'm thankful for you. Take some time today and give him your very best because God gave us his very best, which is Jesus, and we should give him our very best. Take time today to give God your very best. God gave his best because he loved us. And now today we get the opportunity to give back to him our very best. And so the third way for us to be smart, like who? Like the wise men. We wanna be smart like who? The wise men, the best gift we can give God today is our heart. For you see, when Jesus came to earth and he was wrapped in those swaddling clothes and he was put in a manger, God was sending to us love. I don't know if you're here today and you feel like you're unloved. Maybe you do. Jesus came to share his love with you. If you wanna be wise like 
The wise men give Jesus your heart. He didn't come for the things that we could give him. He came for our heart. Yes, we can give him time, and yes, we can share prayers, but most importantly, he wants our heart. He came. He gave his heart. He opened up his treasure chest and gave us himself. And today, we get to open up our treasure chest and give him our heart. Kids, students, I want to encourage you to give Jesus your heart today. He loves you. He came to give you himself because he's what? The best gift ever. And I don't want you to leave today without knowing him. I want you to know who he is. I want you to know that he's good and that he loves you and that he has a purpose for you. In fact, this is what the wise men did. Verses 10 and 11 says, when they saw the child Jesus, they bowed down and they worshiped him. These were men who some believe were kings. But when they found the baby king, they bowed down and they worshiped him. Bowing down means you're greater than me, Jesus. They're willing to worship him. And that's the way they gave their heart. Worship is how we worship God and how we lift him up from our heart. We can use our words to lift God up, but when we worship, we're giving God our heart. And so today, I wanna encourage you, if you don't know Jesus, I wanna encourage you to give your heart to Jesus today. And so as I close, I wanna invite everyone to stand. Jesus is the reason for the season. It's the reason, he's the reason why we're all here today. You could have been anywhere else, whether you're here in the room or online, but you chose to be here because you believe that Jesus is the reason for the season. But I want this moment to pass without you receiving the best gift ever, which is Jesus himself. Fortunately, to, to receive the best gift ever, Jesus, and to give our heart to him, it's as clear as ABC. It's A, admitting that we need Jesus and we want him in our life. It's B, believing that he came as a baby and then he died on a cross and rose again to forgive our sins. And then C, it's, it's uh, sharing from our heart, it's confessing from our heart that we need him and that we want him in our life. And so today, I wanna give you that chance. Kids, students, adults, if you're here today and you want to receive the best gift ever, which is Jesus, I'm gonna invite you in just a moment to raise your hands. But right now, what I want you to do is I want everyone to bow their heads and close their eyes front to back, side to side. Those of you up in the balcony, even those of you online, don't check out, stay with this moment. Because you can walk through this Christmas season and receive great gifts and have fun and have time with family, but if you miss the fact that Jesus is the best gift ever, you're missing him. And I don't want this moment to pass without you knowing him. And so if you're here today and you wanna say yes to Jesus, if you wanna give your heart to Jesus, on the count of three, I want you to raise your hand and you're just saying, Jesus, I want you in my life. One, two, three. Yes, yes, yes in the back, up in the balcony, yes. God sees you and he loves you. And here's what I want us to do. I want us to say a prayer, all of us together, kids, students, adults, all of us together, I want us to say this prayer. But don't just say it with your words, say it with your heart. Tell Jesus that you want him. Say this with me. Say, Jesus, I need you. You're the best gift ever. 
and I want you to be in my heart. Come into my life. Forgive my mistakes. Forgive my sin. Be in charge of my life. I open up my heart. I open up my life to you. I love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just said that prayer, welcome to the family of God. Congratulations. You've just received the best gift ever. And if you have, I wanna invite you to text New Life to the number on the screen. We're also gonna have members of our prayer team. If you need prayer for any reason, they're gonna be up here to pray with you and encourage you. We want to help you advance in your walk with Christ. I just wanna say, Again, if you're here on the first and you'd like to join us for our worship and prayer service, we'd love for you to be a part of it. We hope that you've had a great Christmas and we're praying for a great new year for you. Thank you so much for being with us today. God bless you and we are dismissed.